Welcome to Salty Crackers, where two middle-aged women discuss movies, books, things going on in the world, whatever crosses our salty little minds. Please enjoy the show, and listener discretion may be advised. This is Summer. And this is Kirsten. And we are Salty Crackers. Back again. With more states. But yeah. we're we're kind of going on the downslope, so mm-hmm. you won't. Won't deal with these for much longer. No, quite honestly, I am ready to be done with the states. <laughs> Tired of the research? I am. <laughs> well, we'll have this recording and the next, and we will be done, our wonderful listeners. Do you know what, uh, if we have any national days? We sure do. So, for Wednesday the 26th, National dissertation day is not like a legal thing so it's when people are trying to get their doctorates they need to um, do their dissertation before they can graduate and according to what i read is only like 50 percent yeah okay so it's an annual reminder for students to get back on track and complete their dissertation only 50 percent of students who enroll in doctoral programs, earn their degree. So, hey, y'all, if you're working towards that, finish it. Only how many? Half. Wow. Yeah, so just do it. You can. Get that extra education. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, if you're going to start it, finish it, because uh, it's probably going to pay off in the end. Yeah, definitely. It is stop food waste. It is Stop Food Waste Day. Don't waste your food, buddy. Well, yeah, as my mama used to say, there are starving children in other countries, so go ahead and finish that dinner. Yeah, and be thankful for it. Yeah. (laughs) It is also National Denim Day. Now, it's not what you think. What do you mean? So you like wearing denim, right? I do. All right, so National Denim Day is... Always on the last Wednesday of um, the month of April. And it is, so I don't know how the denim in particular does that, but, you know, it's kind of like when you wear a certain color. So I guess it's standing strong to educate people, which, yeah, don't sexually assault people. Well, come on now. It's not good at all. (laughs) No, like I said, don't sexually assault anyone. It's that simple. Keep your pants on unless they say yes. And a real right. yes, not you forcing a yes. Right. <laughs> it is National South Dakota Day. What? Happy Day, South Dakota. And, and ironically, we'll be touching on South Dakota today. Yes, ma'am. That's what I was going to say. It is National Help a Horse Day. Take care of those horses. <sighs> Feral or pets. Take care of them. Don't get them. Amen. On any animal. Right. If you aren't going to accept them for a lifelong commitment, just don't do it. Right. Just don't. They don't deserve that. Mm -mm. It's National Library Outreach Day. I like like libraries. Yes. It's National Pretzel Day. I like hard pretzels, not soft pretzels. Oh, I love soft. Blech. With the cheese to dip it in? Mm. Nope. Yes. 
So, you know, this is a day that uh, Stanley from the office is his favorite day. <laughs> yeah, I lost you there, didn't I? I could care less about Stanley from the office. <laughs> I like Stanley. He's a good guy. It's National Kids and Pets Day. They're so kind of the same thing. They really are. Dogs are like a toddler. They very seldom outgrow it. Well, I was going to say, if you ask Rue off of uh, Despicable Me, mm-hmm. just put a bowl of water and a bowl <laughs> yeah. of candy on the floor and some <laughs> newspapers for them to pee-pee and poo-poo in. Oh, yep. It's National Richter Scale Day. That comes in handy. So you know how horrible that earthquake was? Yeah. California uses that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it is also National Administration Professional Day. We like our administrative staff. Uh... (laughs) Okay, so some of us appreciate them, others don't. I would say I like them in certain capacities, but other, not so much. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Okay, so we're done with the national days. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so we're starting with North Dakota. We have Fort Fort Buford State Historic Site. It opened in 1866 and once a vital military post. It's now one of the most popular tourist attractions in North Dakota, and it played a crucial role as a supply depot in the Indian Wars and is where Chief Sitting Bull surrendered. So, you know, kind of cool. All right. History. Yeah, we like history. And I think it's important for everybody to learn history. Yep. There is Devil's Lake. And it's the largest natural body of water in North Dakota. And, you know, in a lake, pretty much all of them, I hope. You can go fishing, boating. You can enjoy the lakefront, the picnic, bird watching, hiking, and much, much more. We like lakes. Yeah, I, I'm not crazy about getting into them. However, I like to water ski. Yeah. So it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'm okay nope. not being in the water. I can handle a boat to an extent. I love fishing. Yep. You know, that's totally awesome. I'm, I'm down with picnics, too. Sure. So I'm curious as to why it's called Devil's Lake. Man, I really don't want to find out. (laughs) The burning ring of fire? (laughs) Maybe. Right. All right. This one I think you would like to. The Scandinavian Heritage Association is a park that replicates Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. So they're saying, like, you don't have to leave the country. You can just go here. And And I did Yeah, it uh, features remembrances from Iceland and Finland. And this is where it says, you know, if you've ever dreamed of traveling to Europe, but never had the budget for it, take your friends and have fun and a cheap alternative vacation. It says there's countless uh, museums, exhibits, and it's where you can learn the history, culture, heritage, and traditions. I would love it. How have I never heard of this before? Because mm, you're not cool. I've been, I think. North Dakota? If you were, if no. you were cool, you would have gone to North Dakota and you would have <laughs> known about it. I was in South Dakota. That explains why I didn't know about it. 
<laughs> There's also the Theodore Roosevelt National Park. It says it's a magnificent park where you can enjoy the grandeur of both the Great Plains and the Badlands. You can take a scenic drive around the park, rent a cabin, go stargazing at night, observe wildlife from a safe distance, and go horseback riding. I like to watch people who like to observe wildlife. (laughs) (laughs) Priceless. It's priceless every time. (laughs) Always bring a camera for that one. You don't really observe the animals. You observe the people. Oh, yeah. It's people watching in a quite humorous situation. (laughs) We should do that more often together. (laughs) So that way we have a friend to laugh with. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what I have. All right. For North Dakota, I have the Gall Stave Church Museum. And it was modeled after a Scandinavian church with <laughs> all carved wood. <laughs> Woo! We were on the same brain level, or brain of wave. Of we were with that. Um, we must it, be sisters. It, yeah, and we must like Scandinavian things. So, <laughs> um, it is the center of the Norsk Holfest, mm. the largest Nordic festival <gasps> in America. I know. Oh. Yeah, so we can hit up both. Yeah, North Dakota is sounding cooler and cooler all the time. Yes, ma'am. Um, there was a lot of scenic landscape. Like, I'm not into like the, and honestly, I don't know which state that was in. You know, the whole faces in the mountain thing. Oh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, is that in North Dakota? South. Okay, well, I'm not into that, but. I did see that they had a lot of really nice landscape, and I thought, so then after the scenic landscape, um, I don't know why I wrote this down. Apparently, I didn't have a actual place, but I put leading natural resources, lignite coal. <laughs> okay. So... I think that there was like a mining town or something I was looking at, <laughs> and I thought I wrote down the name of it, but. Oh, that's a good one. You pulled a summer. I <laughs> so did. Um, <laughs> I also had fishing because I like fishing and uh, I don't like trout and they have different types of fish over there. So I was like, ooh, yeah, I like to fish. Even if I don't catch anything, I just like fishing. It's relaxing. It is. It's good for the it's, soul. It is. It's very self-centering, I think. Yeah. I have Ohio. You ready for this one? You're going to like I, this one. Yeah, go ahead. Because remember, everybody, I'm supposed to be doing weird. Yeah. But weird things that I'm interested in. I'm just not going to pick something that's weird. I don't want to go see. <laughs> History of contraception exhibit. What? They have that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, ooh, weird. <laughs> oh, that's one to see. We should take a lot that's of people right. there. <laughs> More people should go there. Hey, you're kind of dumb. Let me show you museum just for you. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, Don't want ma'am. you to multiply. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's perfect. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I also have Electro the Robot in Mansfield. Electro the Robot. Yeah. 
and he's the oldest robot. Okay. And he's yeah. really cool because he smokes and he moves <laughs> and he talks. But I'm mostly, <laughs> I'm mostly interested in seeing a robot that smokes. <laughs> so do I. I want to see that. Like, this old-ass robot summer. <laughs> it's like a grandpa <laughs> just sitting there smoking. <laughs> they need to give him, like, a gray wig. A well, cardigan. No, he's so old that he was just metal. It looked like, warning, warning, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. I still think they should put a, a gray wig and a cardigan over him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then there's Crystal Cave in Putin Bay. Ooh. Three words. Put in Bay. Okay. And um, it is the largest geode. So we would have to take Ooh. mom with us because she likes geodes. Oh, yeah. She could go walk into a geode. That would be cool. Right. And that's what I have for Ohio. All right. Ohio. In Cincinnati, we have first time flyer experience so just this just look cool i don't really have any information on it except for it looks amazing it's 89.99 to get in there holy crap that's a lot and the activity is non-refundable it lasts one and a half hours so if you want to spend 90 dollars for one and a half hours and i guess have the time of your life question mark this is the place to go I yeah. also, you know, you just have to put some of the major landmarks in because sometimes you can't find other good things. And I don't know if that was the case for Ohio. However, there's Niagara Falls, the U.S. What? side. Really? Yeah. Wait, isn't that in like someplace <laughs> above Massachusetts? Well, okay, just... Remember this, a lot of the states on the east are small. And so I know that Niagara goes along a few different states. So, yeah, there you go. Um, let's see, you can visit Old Fort Niagara and relive the history and life of past centuries, including historical reenactments. You can learn about Niagara State park and the formation of the famous falls as you travel along the gorge where the falls start and it's 129 us dollars for this you need to make a reservation and it offers free cancellation as long as you're like 24 hours in advance uh, the Ooh. duration is four to five and a half hours and it's limited to groups of six so you know, it's pretty pricey, but for those of you, and I could see it'd be really cool, but for those of you who have the money, go do this. Why not? Um, okay, I see. I just pulled it up. So Ohio is right on the border of the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. 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 I, I could see where there's the Niagara Falls. It looks like it goes through like 20 states, though. <laughs> it goes through a, quite a few. I don't know. I've never been there. Any never. of those places. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cincinnati again. There's a historic sightseeing cruise. And it's a sightseeing tour on the Ohio River. 
on a riverboat. You can take sights and sounds of the Queen City and Northern Kentucky with panoramic views that will take your breath away. The captain guides you on an adventure with historic and fascinating commentary on the beautiful River City. Now, this one is $27.35, free cancellation, up to 24 hours. So, see, I was she's really telling everybody she's not only giving you like ideas of where to go, she's getting you the price and whether or not you can get a refund. So, the first bit I was like major overachiever with this, and then I just kind of like, meh, I don't even know if it's there or not. I'm not looking. There's, I think, totally awesome the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center, it's the Museum of Conscious and Education Center and a beacon of light for inclusive freedom around the globe. It's located just a few steps from the banks of the Ohio River, and it's um, the Ohio River is a great natural barrier that separates the slave states from the South and the free states of the North. The concept of the museum was first proposed in 1994, and its opening was in 2004, where 20,000 people attended. I don't think that the location is where any underground railroad was. Um, I think it's just a significant location due to the separation of the South slaves and the Northern free States. I don't know. And I believe it's like supported by donation only. Hmm. So, Hey, you want something free? You want something educational? That's the place to go. Hmm. That's all I have for Ohio. We're moving on to Oklahoma. Which, yeah. I might add, is where Georgia used to be. And <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's not my fault. I, not, don't re- I don't remember ever being taught geography in school. You know, I don't either. But I learned because I think it's really interesting to see the states. Where can I go? What can I do? So, all right. Anyways, Oklahoma. The Gathering Place in Tulsa is a free riverfront park that covers more than 65 acres with plans to expand to 100 acres. So it's just, yeah, the Gathering Place. Interesting. It has more than 100 unique experiences, including an adventure playground, climbing structures, suspension bridges, slides, puzzles, and let's see, a sensory garden, a reading tree, a picnic grove, and many more attractions. They have a restaurant, so you don't need to leave for food, and it's a good place for families to visit. But why should that stop us? We can go without the kids. Ah, yeah. (laughs) But it looks so fun because of, like, the climbing structure, suspension bridges, the um, the slide puzzles. Like, oh, you know what? It's slides and puzzles. Oh, but I like slide puzzles, too. Yeah, how would that work? We should make one. A great big one. Yeah, but no, it sounds like a lot of fun, like outdoorsy, outdoorsy fun stuff. Right. All right. Oklahoma City's zoo isn't just a zoo. Okay, Kirsten. So aside from the normal zoo part, you can pay extra for the chance to ride a camel, feed a giraffe or rhino, explore a one-of-a-kind exhibit of toy brick animals, or take a safari cart tour. Okay, A. I've already had a giraffe lick my neck. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't fed I fed giraffes for free. I didn't have to pay extra. Right. 
Well, maybe for the food, but I didn't have to be like, okay, here's $20. Let me pet your giraffe. I don't remember what city, but it was cool. Could have been Denver. I think it was Denver. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, um, with additional fee, the zoo offers up-close encounters with grizzly bears, the fluffy cows bison, Indian rhinos, Galapagos tortoises, seal lions, and Asian elephants. There's a botanical garden filled with exotic animals and native plants, and it has the largest outdoor butterfly garden. Tickets for 12 through 64 are $16. That's not bad. Mm-mm. That's really no, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's a zoo I'd like to go to. There is Kane's Ballroom. It is a popular mu- music venue in Tulsa and is rumored to be haunted by Bob Willis. I have no idea I, who Bob Willis is. I was just going to say, I don't know who Bob Willis is. <laughs> I should have looked that one up. And people are thinking, uh, hey, idiot, this is who he is. Why don't you know? Well, because I don't know. And it's also rumored to be haunted by a mysterious lady in red. Like I said, all the ghosts seem to be wearing red. If they're a lady, they're a lady in red. Well, I like red. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. It says Bob Willis was an American Western swing music. Bob Willis was an American Western swing musical songwriter and band leader. I like swing music. Yeah. But that right there explains why we don't know who he is. There are also haunted military forts to theaters and concert halls where ghosts performs from the past and are still lingering from the time. Self-guided tours start from $27 from ages 16 to 20. Nope. Starts, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Okay, that's all I have. (laughs) Everybody, (laughs) it's still a day for summer, a week later. It's always a day. (laughs) Are you done with Oklahoma? I sure am. Okay, so Oklahoma, the town of Pitcher, it is the most toxic place in the U.S. It once had a population of 20,000 people, and it was the world's richest lead and zinc mining, which explains why it's the most toxic place in the world. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, really bad. Don't go there. Bad. No, that's where we're going. You gotta wear a hazmat suit. No, this isn't the Hunger Games. <laughs> Badass. I'm already gonna die from asbos- as asbestos. Asbestos from knocking down walls in a uh, very old house. So <laughs> I've decided something might as well be something good, right? Okay, then I have the Cave House of Tulsa. I'm guessing it's in Tulsa. Probably um, a former chicken restaurant. With <laughs> KFC, <laughs> no, <laughs> a former chicken restaurant with stalactite like bumps. Ooh, and there are hallways that lead to a secret room for boozing away oh. from police eyes. That's what oh. they use. Oh, 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 I want to go right. Cool, okay. and I love secret halls, secret rooms all that stuff yeah i'm just gonna say it can't be very secret if they're putting it on the internet <laughs> <laughs> okay it was secret that's the history and apparently it's haunted so it's yeah all 
by bootleggers. Well, either that or the chickens. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chicken ghosts pecking at your leg. <laughs> right. uh, okay. Then I have the parallel forest in Lawton. Layton. Lawton. I don't know. And it was the government experiment to counteract the Dust Bowl effect. Oh. Cool, okay. huh? Yeah, that'd be really neat to see. And people need to know about the Dust Bowl because that was a pretty harsh time. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Okay. Then you're going to like this one because mm -hmm. I did. I was like, ooh. Coleman Theater in Miami, Oklahoma. Okay. It has an organ, the original organ, that accompanied silent movies. Oh. And it gets better than that, Summer. Yeah. It still does silent movies. There. Oh, my gosh. That would be cool. So it was I the know. organ that played for uh, Charlie Chaplin. I know. That's that is so cool. Funny. We got to go. I was like, cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I love Charlie Chaplin movies. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I have for Oklahoma. Oregon. Um, out and about Treehouse Treesort. <laughs> <laughs> I it's have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bed and breakfast where you get to stay in a tree house just for you. It's kind of like a hotel, but your rooms are not connected to everybody else's. You're in tree houses and it's a bed, bed and breakfast. And I thought, fun. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, Thank I want to go there. Um, the Oregon Vortex. Ooh. And so what it is, is there was a small mining company office that slipped downhill and settled. And so it makes everything, um, makes a distorted sense of perception. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a carnival tilt house, only it's a actual mining office. <laughs> it's a mining fun house. Yeah, it's a mining fun house. <laughs> And it's called the Oregon Vortex. That'd be cool. Okay. Portland Shanghai Tunnels in Portland. So it's a series of bars and restaurant basements linked together. Ooh. And they may have been used to like transport goods in between or whatever. But they also had trap doors in these places and they would like drug people and then kick them down the <laughs> trap door. Yes. And then, like, maybe hold them in little cells before they sold them into slavery and things like that. Oh, okay. That's a no. Well, that's what it was. That's why it's called Shanghai Tunnels. Yeah. See, at first I said yes. And I'm like, oh, you sold people. Nah. Yeah. Hmm. And then my last one is the Voodoo Donut and Wedding Chapel in Portland. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> So it's a donut place, but it was focused around like voodoo and stuff and they were selling donuts and then you can also get ch uh, married there. All right. Can you get a bouquet of donuts? I'm betting they could. That would be awesome. Right. I'm Re like, hey, you can get your voodoo dolls, you can get <laughs> donuts, and you can get married all in one. Awesome. That's right. You get a voodoo doll with 
pins holding donuts up over its head and have that as your bouquet. Right? Yeah. We should renew our vows there. <laughs> that would be cool. Who's this weaving? <laughs> well, not you and me, but us with our spouses. Well, okay. All right. So that's all you had for Oregon? Yep. All right. I have Portland Japanese Garden. And it's a series of gardens. Apparently, I thought that was really cool because that's all I have for it. Uh, <laughs> there's Thor's Well. It's a natural wonder that seems like a bottomless sinkhole, which swallows the unbroken stream of seawater around it. It isn't actually bottomless. However, it is very dangerous. The best time to visit is one hour before high tide. And that way you can see it without water and then observe how the formation fills up. Unbelievably beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And that's on the Oregon coast near Cape Perpetua. All right. There is the witch's castle and they were a bathroom at some point. The bathhouse. This is bathrooms. <laughs> the <It's> bathrooms. <laughs> That's what I have down. Witch's Castle were once bathrooms and are steeped in legends of murder. Swirlies? <laughs> Swirlies that went too far? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that one should have been yours. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that one. That's why I'm like, a bathhouse? I don't know. I don't know either, but, you know, that's what I put down. So we're going to say people died from swirlies that lasted too long and they drowned. There I'm guessing. Is... <laughs> There's Powell's Books. And holy cow, like, this is a dream. It covers an entire city block and has collections of everything from comic books to rare first editions. It offers comfy chairs and coffee bars, as well as guided tours writing workshops, and children's storybook time. It's amazing. Can you imagine a full city block? Of train cars. No, of books. But I thought it was like a train cars put together. No. Oh, it's a huge building? It's a huge building. A building that covers an entire city block. I was and... like, dang it, there goes the bar. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, this massive bookstore. Holy cow. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking about it. Comic books to rare first editions. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully you can find a rare edition of something that you love. But totally cool. And then you can just sit there and, you know, have a drink, have a guided tour because it's a whole block big. We have Out and About Treehouse Tree Resort like you had it has rooms made completely out of wood and they are nestled in treetops between 10 to 40 feet off the ground they offer hiking zip lining and horseback riding they have tie-dyeing and mosaic painting for more family friendly activities so maybe just a little bit more information than you gave or just a little different right it sounds so fun it does sound fun and it's not a tree resort it's a Treesort. Oh, sorry. Treesort. I just wanted to put resort in there. You're right. I have Cam Wa Chung and Company Museum. 
It's just super neat. Uh, it was a forgotten trading post from the late 1800s. And then when it was rediscovered, it had been untouched. So total time capsule of early Chinese American life. And it was turned into a museum. There are knickknacks ranging from toys to jewelry boxes. There are ancient medicine bottles mixed with spice jars and dried herbs. That would be so neat to go visit. Yeah, so that is what I have for Oregon. Now for Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I have, so I don't know if this one really goes with like the normal, but I think it sounded awesome. Eastern State Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. That sounds wrong. Is a hauntingly abandoned prison turned attraction. It's considered the world's first to the world's first true penitentiary it remains a gothic masterpiece with vaulted sky lit ceilings and jewish synagogue it held al capone who spent his first prison sentence there that's pretty darn cool and someone said that it is better than alcatraz that's pretty neat better than in what way but (laughs) that's in philadelphia Mm mm-hmm All right, this one I need to go to. It, wow, it it made me cry. So it's Flight 93 National Memorial. It pays, yeah, it pays respect to the 40 people who lost their lives after working together to divert the plane, potentially saving thousands of lives. The plane was successfully diverted from D.C., but crashed in Pennsylvania instead, killing everyone. The Flight 93 National Memorial is where the Tower of Voices is. It's a 93-foot-tall musical instrument, and it rings with 40 wind chimes representing each crew member and passenger. It's in Storystown. Wow. That's Yeah. And it's really neat because it's like, I mean, I'm sure it's plenty wide, but ultimately it's like kind of a narrow um with narrow metal structure and obviously you know it's 93 feet tall and there's all these holes in it and i'm assuming that's where all the chimes are so it's it's amazing right that sounds cool yeah i really want to go there (laughs) probably cry when i'm there but I think it's an important one to go visit. We have Betsy Ross house. So you can visit the house to learn who the late upholsterer, businesswoman and Patriot was. So it's never been confirmed that she created the first American flag, but she remains the person most widely credited with sewing the first stars and stripes inside her tiny home in 1777. And this is in Philadelphia. We have Dine in the Catacombs, where a German immigrant and brewer landed a spot on the map for its crisp German-style lagers, which was a popular style of beer during its era. Today, it is known for a variety of beers plus several dining venues. And this is in Mount Joy. But that would be really cool to go there. Mm -hmm. I don't drink beer. I don't drink at all but it would be really neat to visit right that's all i have for pennsylvania oregon 
um, out and about treehouse treesort. <laughs> I it's have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bed and breakfast where you get to stay in a treehouse just for you. It's kind of like a hotel, but your rooms are not connected to everybody else's. You're in treehouses and it's a bed, bed and breakfast. And I thought, fun. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go there. Um, the Oregon Vortex. Ooh. And so what it is, is there was a small mining company office that slipped downhill and settled. And so it makes everything, um, makes a distorted sense of perception. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a carnival tilt house, only it's a actual mining office. It's a mining fun house. Yeah, it's a mining fun house. (laughs) And it's called the Oregon Vortex. That'd be cool. Okay. Portland Shanghai Tunnels in Portland. So it's a series of bars and restaurant basements linked together. And they may have been used to like transport goods in between or whatever. But... They also had trap doors in these places and they would like drug people and then kick them down the <laughs> trap door yes. and then like maybe hold them in little cells before they sold them into slavery and things like that. Oh, okay. That's a no. Well, that's what it was. That's why it's called Shanghai Tunnels. Yeah. See, at first I said yes. And I'm like, oh, you sold people. No. Yeah. Hmm. And then... My last one is the Voodoo Donut and Wedding Chapel in Portland. Oh my gosh, what? (laughs) How does that work? (laughs) (laughs) So it's a donut place, but it was focused around like voodoo and stuff and they were selling donuts and then you can also get uh, married there. All right. Can you get a bouquet of donuts? I'm betting they could. That would be awesome. Right. I'm like, hey. You can get your voodoo dolls, you can get donuts, <laughs> and you can get married all in one. Awesome. That's right. You get a voodoo doll with pins holding donuts up over its head and have that as your bouquet. Right? Yeah. We should renew our vows there. <laughs> that would be cool. Who's this wee thing? <laughs> well, not you and me, but us with our spouses. Well, okay. All right. So that's all you had for Oregon? All right, I have Portland Japanese Garden, and it's a series of gardens. Apparently, I thought that was really cool because that's all I have for it. Uh, (laughs) There's Thor's Well. It's a natural wonder that seems like a bottomless sinkhole, which swallows the unbroken stream of seawater around it. It isn't actually bottomless. However, it is very dangerous. The best time to visit is one hour before high tide. And that way you can see it without water and then observe how the formation fills up. Unbelievably beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And that's on the Oregon coast near Cape Perpetua. All right. There is the Witch's Castle and they were a bathroom at some point. The bathhouse. This is bathrooms. <laughs> the it's <in> bathrooms. <laughs> That's what I have down. Witch's castle were once bathrooms and are steeped 
in Legends of Murder. Swirlies? <laughs> Swirlies that went too far? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe that one should have been yours. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that one. That's why I'm like, a bathhouse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, but you know, that's what I put down. So we're going to say people died from swirlies that lasted too long. They drowned. I'm guessing. (laughs) There's Powell's books. And holy cow, like this is a dream. It covers an entire city block and has collections of everything from comic books to rare first editions. It offers comfy chairs and coffee bars, as well as guided tours writing workshops, and children's storybook time. It's amazing. Can you imagine a full city block? Of train carts? No, of books. But I thought it was like a train cars put together. No. Oh, it's a huge building? It's a huge building. A building that covers an entire city block. I was like, dang it, there goes the bar. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, this massive bookstore. Holy cow. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking about it. Comic books to rare first editions. Mm -hmm. Now, hopefully you can find a rare edition of something that you love. But totally cool. And then you can just sit there and, you know, have a drink, have a guided tour because it's a whole block big. We have Out and About Treehouse Tree Resort like you had it has rooms made completely out of wood and they are nestled in treetops between 10 to 40 feet off the ground they offer hiking zip lining and horseback riding they have tie-dyeing and mosaic painting for more family friendly activities so maybe just a little bit more information than you gave or just a little different right it sounds so fun it does sound fun and it's not a tree resort it's a Treesort. Oh, sorry. Treesort. I just wanted to put resort in there. You're right. I have Cam Wa Chung and Company Museum. It's just super neat. Uh, it was a forgotten trading post from the late 1800s. And then when it was rediscovered, it had been untouched. So a total time capsule of early Chinese American life. And it was turned into a museum. There are knickknacks ranging from toys to jewelry boxes. There are ancient medicine bottles mixed with spice jars and dried herbs. That would be so neat to go visit. Yeah. So that is what I have for Oregon. Now for Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this one really goes with like the normal, but I think it sounded awesome. Eastern State penitentiary Mm -hmm. that sounds wrong is a hauntingly abandoned prison turned attraction it's considered the world's first to the world's first true penitentiary it remains a gothic masterpiece with vaulted skylit ceilings and jewish synagogue it held al capone who spent his first prison sentence there that's pretty darn cool And someone said that it is better than Alcatraz. That's pretty neat. Better than in what way? But (laughs) that's in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. All right. This one I need to go to. 
it, wow, it, it made me cry. So it's Flight 93 National Memorial. It wow. pays, yeah, it pays respect to the 40 people who lost their lives after working together to divert the plane, potentially saving thousands of lives. The plane was successfully diverted from D.C., but crashed in Pennsylvania instead, killing everyone. The Flight 93 National Memorial is where the Tower of Voices is. It's a 93-foot-tall musical instrument, and it rings with 40 wind chimes representing each crew member and passenger. It's in Stories Town. Wow. That's yeah. Good. And it, it's really neat because it's like, I mean, I'm sure it's plenty wide, but ultimately it's like kind of a narrow, um, narrow metal structure. And obviously, you know, it's 93 feet tall and there's all these holes in it. And I'm assuming that's where all the chimes are. So it's, it's amazing. Right. That sounds cool. Yeah. I really want to go there, (laughs) probably cry when I'm there. But yeah, I think it's an important one to go visit. We have yeah. Betsy Ross House. So you can visit the house to learn who the late upholsterer, businesswoman, and patriot was. So it's never been confirmed that she created the first American flag, but she remains the person most widely credited with sewing the first stars and stripes inside her tiny home in 1777. And this is in Philadelphia. Cool. We have Dine in the Catacombs, where a German immigrant and brewer landed a spot on the map for its crisp German-style lagers, which was a popular style of beer during its era. Today, it is known for a variety of beers, plus several dining venues. And this is in Mount Joy. But that would be really cool to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't drink beer. I don't drink at all, but it would be really neat to visit. Right. That's all I have for Pennsylvania. Okay. So weird, but I, first thing I put was the Eastern state penitentiary in <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> weird. We were copying each other quite a bit, like every state. <laughs> so um, it was a completely solitary prison that drove men insane like they were not allowed to interact with other inmates they were not allowed to interact with guards um the guards wore like slippers over their shoes so that it was as noiseless as possible and when they were taken out of their cells on those rare occasions they would put hoods on their heads so they couldn't like see anything and so it has and i thought you might like this it has a haunted Halloween tour you can go through. <laughs> on Halloween, you can go on a tour? Yeah. Nice. A haunted Halloween tour. Um, so Laurel Hill Cemetery in Philadelphia. And what I saw was just this huge, old, like, old cemetery. And I thought, cool. What we should do is do some genealogy. And then go to these eastern states and then walk around and see if we can't find any family members that are buried there. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
little weird, but I first thing I put was the Eastern State Penitentiary in <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> weird. We were weird. copying each other quite a bit, like every state. <laughs> so um, it was a completely solitary prison that drove men insane. Like they were not allowed to interact with other inmates. They were oh. not allowed to interact with guards. Um, the guards wore like slippers over their shoes so that it was as noiseless as possible. Oh. And when they were taken out of their cells on those rare occasions, they would put hoods on their heads so that they couldn't like see anything. Yeah. And so it has, and I thought you might like this. It has a haunted Halloween tour you can go through. <laughs> on Halloween, you can go on a tour? Yeah. Nice. A haunted Halloween tour. Um, so Laurel Hill Cemetery in Philadelphia. And what I saw was just this huge, old, like, old cemetery. And I thought, cool. What we should do is do some genealogy. And then go to these eastern states and then walk around and see if we can't find any family members that are buried there. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things I found was a body farm in Pennsylvania. Um, Dawson was the name of the town. Can you guess what it is? Um, I would say cars. Yeah. Is that what you're going to go with? Well, I can't imagine that you're growing actual bodies. <laughs> huh? So I would say I don't think I, I don't know. I can't I the bodies. I'm thinking water, human, but you have car bodies. I don't know. What is it? It's two hundred and twenty-two acres of farmland reserved for dead bodies for science. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, I was kind of thinking at one point a graveyard, but I'm like, it's a farm. No, oh. it, so you know, forensic science, yeah, this is where they put cadavers so that Ooh. they can see like how they deteriorate in the elements, oh. what kind of bugs will be present at different stages. So that way, when they find a body, um, like a homicide. Mm -hmm. They can say this body's been here this long because this particular bug has now presented itself to the body and is at the, this stage of maturity. Oh, that's so cool. I know. But guess what? What? It's not open to the public. Dang it. We can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I'm not surprised, but it would be pretty cool to go. Right. And to watch them. But nope, it's not. But I thought, oh, that is so cool. It is. And it's really awesome. smart. Yeah. And just a little weird. Not even a lot weird. Well, I, I think some people will be like, oh, how do they do that? Well, no, it's important. This is what I think Bobby should do. I think she should be a forensic scientist. And this is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, Bobby. Um, the other place I picked is the birthplace of the banana split. And that's in Latrobe. We love Latrobe for uh, birthing the banana split. I love banana splits so They're much. So good. So good. You know that when I was pregnant, I craved banana splits with every pregnancy. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Hmm. Mom knows that. Well, I'm sure she does. But <laughs> I mean, I would love to go to an Amish community, but I picked things that just weren't that. I would love to go to an Amish community. Um, 
yeah. shop in their stores, get Amish made things. It's quality. It's, it's such a cool lifestyle. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I have for Pennsylvania. Okay. So we're moving on to Rhode Island. What you got? Rhode Island. I have the Cary Mansion in Newport. And it, it was the stand-in for the original Dark Shadows series. Do you remember the TV series Dark Shadows? I don't remember the series. I've only watched the movie once. So, I, yeah. I saw some of the original of Dark Shadows series, but I, I also watched a lot of the uh, newer Dark Shadows series. But by newer, I mean like in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's now private property, but it's really cool. So you keep picking things that we can't go to. Well, but they're the things that pop up and, <laughs> you know, we could go <laughs> right by and look at it. Okay. Maybe that works. If, if the road's close enough to the house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I have Gary's General Store in Little Compton. And it is the... Uh, uh, let's see, it's the oldest operating general store, and it was founded in 1788. Dang. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, I have Stephen Harris House in Providence, and it's possible that it could be cursed. Possible, but we're not sure. Well, I mean, how do you prove it? Okay, why do they think it's cursed? Well, so the Harris family built it, and once it was finished and they started um, living in it, they started, like, experiencing all kinds of bad things. Like, they were financially, um, they were a wealthy family, but once they were living in there, it's like financial ruin type of thing. Hmm. Um, they had stillbirths and like, there was no live child born in that house. They were all stillbirths. Oh, that's terrible. And then they had several children die. Okay. I can see why it's cursed. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I have for Rhode Island. Okay. Well, I have Block Island. It is an hour long ride as a ferry ride from the mainland and offers 17 miles of free beaches as well as wildlife refuge where migratory birds can be found along their journey. Um, the island's covered in bluffs and rocky beaches and it features a lighthouse. We've got a lighthouse in there for you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's from the mid 19th century. Uh, you know, there's, famous residents who were there but the one that i thought was really cool is christopher walken you can take a walk down bellevue avenue it's a two and a half mile stretch parallel to cliff walk and some people call it the avenue the street was home to many favorite famous residents including the astors i don't know who that is but anyway there's the vanderbilts the morgans and other elites who had summer homes in Newport. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some Gilded Age mansions overlooking the Atlantic Ocean, including Rosecliff, where the 1974 Great Gatsby and the 1994 True Lies were filmed. Now, 
as a side note, like this is my bragging rights here. Uh, with True Lies, it had a Harrier. And those are the plans that can, planes that can go straight up. They don't need a runway. I got to sit in that Harrier. So I thought True that was cool. With, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, some people would be like big whoopty. But, you know, I don't have an actual bunch of bragging rights. Just that I've <laughs> been to places. <laughs> okay. There is the RISD Museum. And that sounds for Rhode Island School of Design. And it is in Providence. It's dedicated to the arts. And the public can enjoy its fine arts museum with a timed ticket. Cool. Like, okay, time's up. You can't look anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, thanks. I guess you kind of run through it. I don't know. Um, it housed more than 100,000 works of art and design. So art and design spanning the globe and centuries. The school's museum uh, was founded in 1877. It has an electric but top-notch collection ranging from ancient art to works by more modern masters like Picasso and Van Gogh. So, hmm. I mean, if you get to see the real stuff, you know, that's pretty cool. So, I guess you run until you find their paintings? Maybe. I don't think it's that timed. <laughs> I would want to make sure I see those first. That's cool, though. Yeah. And that's all I have. So, now on to South Carolina. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so there's angel oak, and it's a tree that's estimated to be 400 to 500 years old and has survived many hurricanes, floods, and earthquakes. So that's when you go up and pat and say, hi, old tree. Its largest branch spans almost 200 feet, and it makes you feel like you've stepped straight into a fairy tale. That's on John's Island. I think that'd be cool. That would be kind of like Peter Pan almost, you know. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, it's super cool. There's St. Helena Island, and it is one of the more unique South Carolina tourist attractions. Um, it has the Chapel of Ease, and it makes for an eerie afternoon of ghostly sightseeing. There's an abandoned church, which people have heard mysterious whispered prayers carried on the wind. And the sight of a lady shrouded in white, strolling among the tombstones with a child in her arms. So finally, we don't have a lady in red. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Are you disappointed? No, I'm actually excited. We have something new, something fresh. We have Old Sheldon Church Ruins. It is one of the coolest haunted places in the South. It was built in the mid-1700s and were once the beautiful Prince William Parish Church. So it was built in the mid-1700s and not long after it was built, it was burned down during the Revolutionary War. It was then rebuilt and destroyed again during the I Civil War. Ah, uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. So eerie sounds have been recorded and a ghost has been spotted 
crying over a child's grave. There are tall oak trees covered in Spanish moss, adding to the creepy atmosphere. So, yeah, I guess I uh, ended up with two haunted places, but that's okay. I have Cypress Gardens. It's a great place for nature lovers. It is 170 acres and preserves a gorgeous place to become one with nature. You can glide through the swamp in a canoe and admire the bald cypress trees and look for alligators and turtles in the water. There is a swampaparium where you can learn about native reptiles, fish, and amphibians found in the swamp. They also have a butterfly house, which is in a large greenhouse with flowers, birds, butterflies, and more. I mean, who doesn't like a swamp? Maybe I the like people, Yeah, I was saying maybe the people who live there and it's just kind of old. But for us desert dwellers, it's kind of a cool, unusual thing for us. Oh, yeah. And that's all I have. So for South Carolina, I have the Devil's Kitchen Ooh. at Caesar's Head State Park in Cleveland. Cleveland, South Carolina. Cleveland, South Carolina. All right. So what it is, it's a trail through two huge rocks, and then it leads to um, a beautiful landscape once you get through this. And it's kind of like you have to go on this trail and then down some steps, and then it's this beautiful landscape on the other side. But I like Devil's Kitchen. I like the name. Yeah, it's a very cool name. So let's go. Okay. Hey, Summer. Yeah. Do you like grits? I love grits. I love grits too. Yeah. And we know that that's a Southern thing, right? Yeah. So they have this thing called Rolling in the Grits in St. George, South Carolina. Okay. It's a three-day festival, and you jump into a pool filled with 27 cases of grits. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whoever can... Roll around and collect the most in this timed event. Um, you get weighed before and after. You win. Whoever can like collect the most. The so most grits on their body. In their clothes, whatever. So in 2015, the champion collected 66 pounds. How? I they say their uh advice is to wear baggy clothes, like uh Yeah. I guess so that they can uh Get trapped inside your clothes. So you wear extra, 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 extra large parachute pants where it's like tight around the ankles (laughs) and then just scoop it up. And I'm not sure what you do for the coat, but you know. That would would so look like you did a dookie in your pants. (laughs) Well, or that you're like, like (laughs) that you're totally obese. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. um, So some people turn their, they wear sweats and they turn them inside out. So that like the rough side, it's out to collect them. But, okay. Yeah. I thought, I love grits. I do too. Going I to wouldn't... a festival that celebrates grits is a good idea to me. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> oh, um, Columbia Marionette Theater in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And... This stage is huge, first of all. So you think of marionettes, you think maybe a smaller stage that they can move around with their little wagon or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, it's huge. And 
it still has marionette shows. It's a 30 foot stage. Really? Yeah. And I think marionettes are cool. Yeah. So I'm not one of those people freaked out by dolls or clowns or anything. So I'm right. (laughs) Neither am I. Right. That is what I have for South Carolina. So South Dakota, they have a butterfly house and aquarium in Sioux Falls. Hmm. I like butterflies. Yes. So it started as a butterfly house in 2002 and added the aquarium in 2010. Okay. Okay. It's the only saltwater aquarium in the state. And I was like, hmm. So you get to like, you know, pet stingrays and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Historic Deadwood in Deadwood. Yes. And this has the history um, on legends like Calamity Jane, Wild Bill Hickok, and things like that. And, you know, we're Western. Mm-hmm. And these figures are well known over here as well. But it would be cool to go and see Deadwood like a an actual this, I guess, tombstones kind of like that. But oh, yeah. it makes you wonder how preserved it is still, you know. Okay. I will tell you Tombstone is much more preserved, like tremendously. And I hate that we missed it. I think that was Arizona. Like, dang it. But um, Tombstone, incredibly preserved, where you can walk into a haunted theater or a haunted bar. It's really cool. And Deadwood is pretty much just a town now with a couple buildings. No. Yeah. But still, I thought it it sounded cool to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you like motorcycles? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I see you picked it too. (laughs) Continue. I got the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum Hall of Fame. And I like motorcycles. Um, Mm -hmm. I like them more than I like vehicles, like cars. But... The thing is, I can't ride them anymore. Right. Same here. So it would still be cool to go and see the different motorcycles, though. Yeah. And then I have the Big Thunder Gold Mine in Keystone. Ooh. The Big Thunder from Eastern. Yeah. Down (laughs) Eastern. Darn it. Not the Big Thunder from Down Under. No, it's not. Um, but <laughs> it's it's a, a gold mine and you can pan for gold. And nice. they have like a weight limit of what you can leave with, like 10 pounds of gold or something like that. Jeez, that's still a lot. But yeah. It is. It is. And if you're panning for it yourself, it's going to be extra special. Yeah. So that is what I have for South Dakota. Okay. You ready for me? Yep. All right. So I'm putting Mount Rushmore. Because I've been there twice and I really, really enjoyed it. It is in Keystone and it was carved for the four presidents. So it has George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. It was started in 1926 and finished in 1941. Wow. Dang. Um, Each face is 60 feet tall. 
And an interesting fact is that the original plans included the president's bodies down to their waist. But the project ran out of funds. Go figure. I think the heads are better. Yeah. The, it's really neat. And you can kind of like hike around the bottom. And then there's like a really neat cafe thing. And there was a movie was North to Northwest had that there. Like they were filmed there. Mm-hmm. It's a really old movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, next, I have Badlands National Park, and it was formed over 75 million years ago. It's home to ancient fossils of saber-toothed cats and three-toed, three-toed horses. Sure. Never heard of that, but it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, there's other species as well. There are excellent hiking trails, and it really seems like you're on another planet. But I really want to see the remains of a saber-toothed cat. Right. Three-toed horse, too. I mean, that would be cool. Right. All right. So I have Driftwood. It, (laughs) It was a Wild West town, and it was established in 1876 by gold prospectors. Uh, You can visit Mount Moriah Cemetery to see the graves of legends like Wild Bill Hickok and Calamity Jane. There's a brothel that you can learn about Deadwood's history of prostitution, which didn't end until 1980. So you can have a tour of a bar, which is reconstructed, in which you can hear about Wild Bill Hickok, how he was murdered. And it leaves you feeling like his ghost is there watching you. I've been there. And it's kind of neat because there's like a poker table with a door on one end. And I guess Wild Bill Hickok Hickok had his back to that door. And someone came in and shot him from behind. That was a cowardly move. Yeah. From what I gather, he wasn't an awful person. Ah, see, and I don't remember much because I don't remember much of anything. (laughs) So, yeah, it it was really neat to visit. Uh, You can go to Sturge's (laughs) Motorcycle Rally. So, a little bit different than what you put. So, every Um, year, hundreds of thousands of motorcyclists go to the rally. It starts the first Friday of August, and it lasts for 10 days. There are several events, including an opening ceremony, a pub crawl, golf tournament, a beard and mustache contest, beard and mustache contest, and a 5K run. You know, so it's not like all about motorcycles, but it's it's just fun from the sounds of it. Uh, there's also concerts with homegrown bands and household names. So I don't know who all plays there. It's- so what is a bar crawl well in my mind it's people crawling from bar to bar i don't know i i just don't know i wonder if you have to have so many drinks before you start and then a drink at each one and then whoever can make it (laughs) maybe you know because maybe you spin around 10 times (laughs) no I, i think there'd be alcohol involved i would assume if they're going to a pub right so, yeah, I, I probably should have looked that one up, but I didn't. Um, 
So if you want to go, you do have to book your accommodations well in advance. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, I've been like, okay, let's go ahead and sign up for two years out. And Sturgis is pretty dang close to Deadwood. I know we passed through it, and then we were in Deadwood. Hmm. All right. Guess what we're at next? Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. You can visit the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And holy cow, it looks beautiful. Uh, It said that visiting the Great Smoky Mountains is the best thing to do in Tennessee as well as one of the most famous, I would imagine. Let's see. It straddles the Blue Ridge Mountains. It was one of the country's first parks that was federally funded. Hmm. So that kind of makes it like historical as well as freaking gorgeous. Right. There's the Stones River National Battlefield, and that's located in Murfreesboro. Jason has seen this, and he said it was amazing. I wish I could have. It was one of the civil... What is it called? Yeah. The Stones River National Battlefield. Okay. It's one of the Civil War's bloodiest and deadliest battles, and it was Battle of Stones. It has 570 acres, and it's meant to memorialize the battle and its historic significance. It has a Hazen's Brigade monument, which is the oldest surviving monument to American Civil War, as well as 7,000 different gravesites. So, I mean, it's huge and incredibly historical. We have Lookout Mountain, and it's a mountain ridge that's one of the most beautiful places in Tennessee, I guess, aside from the Great Smoky Mountains. And let's see, it does slightly overlap the Georgia state line. So, you know, I guess Georgia could kind of claim it too. It has a bit of historical significance because it was the site of what we know today as the last Battle of Cherokees. The Battle mm-hmm. of Look- yeah, the Battle of Lookout Mountain also occurred here, which which was during the Civil War. I mean, there's a lot of historical stuff. Oh yeah, on, on the East Coast, you know. I'm sorry, we're on the West Coast. It is not as quote unquote old, right? So it's really neat for us to go back there and see it. I also have Bell Mead Plantation. It started out on 250 acres of land and was just a log cabin. That's the plantation was just a log cabin. In its heyday, the plantation welcomed guests ranging from celebrities to gentlemen and even presidents. Over time, with the financing of the region's richest family, it grew to take up 5,400 acres and blossomed as a horse farm. So quite clearly, they upgraded the cabin into something better. Um, And of course, it had housing for slaves who worked on and tended to the land. So not a fun part of history, but it would be neat to see it. Right. And now it's dwindled down to 34 acres. And it's a very sobering place to visit, which I would imagine. Right. Okay. So I am now done with Tennessee. Okay, so Tennessee, I saw the Lost Sea in Sweetwater. 
it's an under underground lake and it's so far they they've they've got it measured at 800 no yeah 800 feet long and 220 feet wide hmm and it's a three-quarter mile walk through the cave nice and i, I thought it looked cool because it's a cave right and it would really, be really cool and maybe like harry potter and the dead bodies and stuff and you never know <laughs> you never know um so then i saw the jack daniels distillery in lynchburg cool you don't get to taste anything and i thought that's pretty dang lame <laughs> but, but you get whatever. to see it yeah you get to see it i'm just saying tasting is okay too <laughs> <laughs> then i have the bell witch cave Mm. Um, let me see. It's in Adams, Tennessee. Now, apparently this Bell Witch is well known through the South. And um, I guess she lived in this cave on this property. And the family's name that owned the property were the Bells. Okay. And she used to torment the poo out of them. <laughs> Um, but this is like 1817 and she poisoned and killed John Bell, um, and had, I guess, a really bad dislike for one of his daughters, um, Betsy Bell. Mm -hmm. Well, you name your daughter Betsy Bell. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Bouncing Betsy Bell. I don't know. But, um, she tormented her until she agreed to end her engagement mm-hmm. um and then i guess uh before andrew jackson was president he went there to investigate and was scared off the property by this witch hmm. um and i guess the witch actually saved a child once that was in the cave and got stuck and then gave the other child gave all the children a, a lesson on safety. That doesn't sound right, but <laughs> hey, you know maybe she just didn't like the Bell family. Maybe she was scorned by uh-huh. Mr. Bell and was like, "That should have been my daughter," and so I'm gonna hate her because now I'm a old maid and I have to live in this cave. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then she turned into an OSHA. I don't. <laughs> Um, and in Chattanooga, I like that name, mm-hmm. Chattanooga, Tennessee, there's the Ruby Falls. <laughs> and it says it's a mysterious wonder of an underground waterfall and it's illuminated by multicolor lights. Oh, I wonder if the lights are natural or if they had to put them there so you could see it. I don't think it's all that mysterious. Yeah, uh, I've been in caves. You've been in caves, and water finds its way through rocks and then comes out. But this is like, like a little waterfall. Yeah, water then, is what makes caves, right? <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it's electrically lit. Okay. Um. Says mm-hmm. that the cave system called Lookout Mountain Caverns was used for a shelter as far back as the Civil War, but probably earlier. 
cool. Um, it says it was sealed and shut. It wasn't until an amateur spelunker, Leo Lambert, tunneled higher up the mountainside to reopen the caverns that the underground waterfall was exposed to the light of day. Okay. I don't know. I like spelunking. I do too. We like caves. They're so cool. They are. They are. And I feel safe in them. <laughs> Despite the t- cave bears being trapped in them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, what I have for Tennessee. That is really cool. Well, that is it for today. And tell your friends about us. Yep, yep. I have a goal. I don't know if Kirsten does, but I have a goal of having 100 new listens by May, I don't know what I put, May 13th, something like that. Wow, what a nice number. I don't know. <laughs> Why May 13th? Because um, that's the one I chose. Okay. There, there had to be a date. She closed her eyes and poked at May, and there you go. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's it's almost, almost the middle of May. I, I know I could have done more towards the 15th, but I want the 13th because lucky 13, we can get 100 listens. Yep. Share us with your friends. Yeah. All right. Summer's got world domination still in the works, guys. I do. Nothing but the best. We want world domination. But we also want Rhode Island, South Dakota, Montana, and Hawaii to listen to us. So I I have two requests here. All right. Well, I think we're going to say. Adios. Yeah. See all you people later. Bye. Bye.